What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts. We'll get it done, ladies and gentlemen. Krista Burt now joins us. God, every every time we're on now, I'm right in the middle, and I got guys to my right and women to my left. You got the guys you to your right, women to your left. Boy, look at the time. Is that a Doesn't real show song or 10... is it a made-up song? No one knows. No one knows. Doesn't this show end at ten twenty-four? I thought it did. I think it does for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does for you. So I have Hollywood. I have rolls out of the studio. <laughs> I have Hollywood I news to discuss. Ooh. Oh, but apparently Dad has something to run by you first. No, that's okay. Go ahead. Uh, Norman Lear has died. Oh, I love at a hundred and one. This is eighty. Great lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. 101. Pretty good. 101. Really? And honestly, I don't know if people realize this, but he was still working up until yep. this year. Um, he created a lot of shows even during the pandemic. He was visible on panels. He was out there um, doing Q&As. It's really amazing how virile and strong and smart he was all the way up until the very end. Did any... Did anything he do, was anything bigger than All in the Family with Archie Bunker? No. In Probably fact, not. All in the Family had seven spinoffs. Seven? Seven. Seven. Can you name any of them? I've got the list, so. Nope. There, Anyone? I can't yeah, remember I'm, what the I'm name sure is. I'm sure someone can do one. There was, what was, there was, you're, damn it. I know one of them, but I don't know one of them. There was, she, she, was on, she was on Survivor. And you will all cringe that I'm going to sing, but. We're moving on up, move the Jeffersons. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That, yep. That's that makes sense. That's one of the biggest ones. Yeah. Oh oh oh. Here's another one. Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna just hum it because if I say the, the it'll give away the title. <laughs> I got nothing. No, I don't know. Good times. 
times? Uh, I, don't know, I don't really know good times very well. No, yeah. neither. Good times. Um, Maud also came out of All in the Family. Mm-hmm. And um, then there's Maud. Let's see, the Jeffersons. Um, Archie Bunker's Place, of course. So that was kind of like uh, Carol Connor did not do that one, but it was a continuation with some of the characters. It was not good. And then there's a couple of the bombs. You have, uh, you know what, though? Archie Bunker's Place, for it being a total bomb, ran for uh, about five years. Really? That's, yeah, not really a good. Run. Um, okay, so then they had a couple of bombs, which was checking in. And this was kind of a spinoff of a spinoff. It was Marla Gibbs spinning off from the Jeffersons. It mm. lasted four episodes, and oh, yeah. she went back to the Jeffersons after that bomb. Yeah. Uh, and then you had Gloria, um, and that was only 21 episodes. And that featured Sally Struthers as mm, her yeah. character. Yeah. And then 704 Hauser, which I don't remember either. That no. was six episodes, um, and it ran in 1994. Okay, I have a question for you, all four of you. Norman, because of Norman Lear, something was heard on All in the Family that had never been heard on on television before. Do you know what that was? Was it? It's really simple. Is it a toilet flush? You got it. I I couldn't remember. I knew it was something to do Mm -hmm. that was like weirdly mundane. Yep, the, the Archie would go to the bathroom and you could hear him flush the toilet just mm-hmm. before it came out. That had never happened on TV. And Norman Lear took a lot of he took a lot of chances with that show. Well, it's like didn't uh, did. didn't it take a while for Lucy and uh, Ricky to share a bed? Yeah, that yeah. was a big yeah. one. She was pregnant. Our that was the other big deal. Yeah, that she her, was pregnant yeah. on the air. Yeah, they were talking about how she could they they wasn't allowed to even show that. It's so wild to yeah. think about now. Yeah, and that's how they, um, because of her real-life pregnancy, that is how they created reruns. They didn't exist before then, um, but they weren't sure how to figure out Lucille Ball's real-life maternity leave. And they were just thinking it was going to be the death of the show, and it was Desi Arnaz who said, hey, you know what? We have this library. Why don't we use it? And it turns out the reruns turned out to be more popular than even the original run episodes. And that's where mm-hmm. the show really kind of caught fire. How did really? how did they record them back then? Because, I mean, that was uh, I mean, that was well before um, VHS, obviously. They did live to tape because originally the all, shows were filmed in New York live. All live yeah. And Lucy didn't want to move to New York. She wanted to stay in Los Angeles. Uh, this is this is my this is my husband Bill's show uh, that he did earlier this year when he was on tour. This was kind of like the whole history of how Desi and Lucy came up with the I Love Lucy show, but they did it as a radio play. That's no, it was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal yeah. show. There's no question. And William Frawley. Uh, Everybody on that show did a great job. They were phenomenal on that show. Didn't you you remember that? Yeah, they were incredible. And I think like William Frawley is always another one. They they focused in on a little bit on on the radio play that my husband did. It was it was fun just to see how nobody wanted to place their bets on William, but Desi said you have to do it. But you also have to try and stay sober at least during the times you are working. I don't care what you do off the air. Um, but William Frawley had a known alcohol problem. So yes. he was having trouble mm-hmm. getting hired at the time. And because Desi and Lucy really took a chance on him, it gave him a second career. You know, Norman Lear did a, a number of things too. Like one of the a line that will n- never leave my mind because Archie Bunker 
was a bigoted moron, basically. That's who he was, that who his character was. He was not nice to his wife or his daughter or her husband, played by Rob Reiner. But uh, their neighbors, the Jeffersons, moved in next door, and they had a son named Lionel. I don't know if you guys remember Lionel. You guys remember Lionel? Nope. I do. Yeah. He, he His son would come over to see Archie once in a while, or I don't know. He would just knock on the door, and he'd be there. And Archie Bunker, and this Norman Lear's genius, just showcased racism in a beautiful way. He said, okay, so knock at the door. Archie opens the door. It's Lionel. He goes, okay, Lionel, you can only come in if you say the word for me. He goes, okay, Mr. Bunker, I can do that for you. He goes, okay, just wait a second because i got to get ready. He always had him do this every time he came over to the house because he was that young black kid, right? So Archie said, okay, I'm ready. Do it. He go, Mr. Bunker, I want to be a lectician. You remember that? They used to do it all. It was brilliant because it's like, how stupid is this guy? And this kid's being just, you know, not making a big deal out of it because he just exposed the guy for what he was. I thought it was a brilliant move. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen All in the Family in a really long time. I remember Lionel Moore from... The Jeffersons, Jefferson, um, yeah. yep. and that situation it was a hell of a show. And then you all you'd get Rob Reiner and and Archie Bunker getting screaming matches. Oh my God, they'd go after each other. It was unbelievable. But what the hell is Rob Reiner even around anymore? He is, and he's very active on social media. Uh, oh, very he? active in politics. Oh gee, let me guess. What a shock! But um, you know. There's a guy right there. His father was a legendary writer, comedian, all the rest of it. And he, I, Rob Reiner did a hell of a job in that show, too. So uh, sorry to hear Norman Lear has died. I'll, again, I'm using the word legend way too much here. But that show was brilliant, brilliantly produced, written, acted, all of it. It was amazingly good. Right? Yep. Different Strokes, another show that came out of Norman yeah. Lear. Like, there's so many. Yep. You just go, oh, yeah. And and if you go on, like, Tubi or if you go on Pluto, they run 24 hours a day. So if you haven't caught any of the episodes, it's kind of fun to catch up there. Okay, now that Norman Lear is dead, who gets his fedora? Because he always wore a hat. Always. His family? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, is it in yeah. the will? Probably some museum, I would assume. This is yeah, the probably Norman museum. Lear hat. Smithsonian, maybe it goes to the Smithsonian. Yeah, that would make sense. Indeed. Okay, now this is the thing I was going to bring up earlier because I need your help with this because I've never heard of any of these things. So I'm going to need your help. Okay, you ready? Yep. Uh, I guess the makers of candy corn still haven't gotten the memo that eating it once a year is plenty. The site candystore.com released its annual list of the most hated holiday candies. And reindeer corn is number one. What the hell is reindeer corn? I never even heard of it. I haven't either. It's just a way to take candy corn into the oh, holiday season Christmas, by making yeah. it red and green yeah. and white. It's literally oh. just it's literally just red and green instead of orange and yellow candy corn. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So that's that's reindeer corn. And I okay, I assume to, I it's, it tastes the same, right? Yeah, it does. They say it tastes the same. Oh well, yeah. Okay, 
These are a list of the most despised holiday candies. Do you do you despise any candy? Oh yeah, it's like if I like gave... candy corn. I'm sorry, I yeah. do like it. I don't eat it a lot. A but bunch of if candy. it's in, in a bowl in front of me and at Halloween, yeah. <laughs> I'll have some. Exactly. I'll happily eat candy corn. I'm not going to buy it, but I'm not going to be like, oh, gross, candy corn. I would feel that right. way about peeps. Like, if you gave me a peep right now, I would never take a bite of it. Like, it would have to be. Peeps are pretty gross. Peeps are pretty gross. It feels like you're eating a marker in some ways where it has that little bitter taste at first. You go, this yeah, is not it's edible. Weird. It's like, yeah. why? It's it's literally it's just. or something. It's, it's sugar shaped into the shape of a chick. So why is yeah. it bitter? Yeah. Where's that bitterness coming from? Yeah. It is weird. Okay, the top 10 most hated Halloween, or not Halloween, uh, Christmas candies. You ready? Mm-hmm. Peppermint bark. Oh, a dubious bowl recently. Awesome. I hate peppermint in my candy. Same. There you huh. go. Thank you. Uh, Peppermint Bark, a dubious poll, recently claimed it's actually America's favorite holiday treat. It placed ahead of gingerbread cookies and chocolate mm. Santa. So the poll was obviously not scientific. Number nine, chocolate oranges. If you enjoy mixing the flavors of chocolate and citrus, they're all yours. I've never had one of those. I hate you, citrus. So I'm, I'm good with this. Yeah. You used to buy us chocolate oranges all the time when we were kids. Remember, you hit so. them and then they yeah. like opened up like a blooming onion. I did like that. Yep. Loved them. Yeah, there you go. Uh, number eight, Lifesavers storybooks. I don't even know what that is. We always oh, got what? those. Those oh, really? were great stocking stuffers back in the day. But I only like wintergreen. Winter Winter green. Green. Okay, too. green. I, I just feel like you have to acknowledge that like anything that is minty is like toothpaste, so you're doing something good for yourself. So it doesn't fall in candy, it falls in mint. Like yeah. that's all I want to acknowledge. I but I don't like the multi flavor pack of lifesavers. I guess because it's just like a hard candy. It's like an old lady candy. Yeah, yeah I mean I like I like the taste, but again, I wouldn't buy them, I don't think. It says here, each one is a selection of different types of lifesavers are called storybooks because the package opens like a book. Yeah, I never even heard of I these. Haven't they were they were the like coveted stocking stuffers back in the day. We got them really? a lot for Easter, like we that was our Easter and and uh, Christmas. But they, yeah, there was like a bit you could. It was like maybe two rolls, like but this. it was a giant cardboard <laughs> box. Yeah. Alex has joined the the fray here. Alex, you're gonna have to move a little to your left because you're you're not quite on camera. Well, oh, she's my, getting her I'm camera not started up. yet. That's mine. Oh, you're getting up. Okay, good. I'll get okay, her out of mine. Hold I don't like sharing it with there. pretty people. Buddy. Yeah, I understand. Um, old fat. Now, see this one. I agree with 100%. The worst candy ever made, found exclusively at your grandma's house in 1987. Old-fashioned hard candy. Yeah, Werther's Ugh. Originals. That sort of thing. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. Wait, yeah. it's like Werther's? I mean, they're talking about Werther's. <laughs> no, Werther's and hard no, candy are no, different. Okay, are. what's hard candy? I think it's more like Werther's ribbon delicious. candy. Do you remember ribbon candy? Oh that yeah, was, yeah. I feel oh, like that yeah. falls into hard candy. Or it's like unknown. It's, it's unknown like, seafood. Yeah, yeah. I know and what like, you're talking what, about. What what flavor is this? Yeah, where was, do you even buy it's this? Red. Like yeah. <laughs> it's red orange. I was gonna say, I've never heard of just hard candy and so if it's not good enough to give it a name for like flavor then it's probably right. not quality okay if you google hard candy I'm doing it. it's you're gonna you'll know what it's talking about it's just like those random like hard sugar yeah shiny things yes absolutely yeah. that are just ambiguous they don't have names candies. they don't have flavors they're I, just hard i candy. will say the strawberry ones the strawberry ones are really good because they're full of strawberry like juice or jam or something filling really good delicious i really did like the but yeah the rest the re- that so far that's the only candy that i would probably actively shun on this list what about have you guys talked right. about why can't i think of it it's another grandma candy but it's like gummies but it's coated in sugar 
God, I like don't know sour candies? No, they're not sour. Here, I'm gonna Google Grandma candy and I'm gonna figure out what it is. Okay. And what about you... circus peanuts? Oh, Everyone no. hates those. I don't know if I've ever had them. They're not great. They're they it's taste kind of like Christmas candy though. Those that's oh, not a Christmas. Yeah, we're going oh, Christmas it's candy. it's Christmas candy. Yeah. Okay, I thought oh, you were just talking about okay. general candy. What? I would call hard candies a Christmas candy. Mm-hmm. To old women, it is apparently. Well, apparently. Peppermints, like red and white peppermints, often wind up in Christmas candy. I like those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Color. Spiced candy. Okay. Spiced candy? That's what I was thinking. That sounds about. Christmassy to me. Spice oh, spice candy. drops. Candies. I like spice drops. They're yeah, good. I like those, but they're another Grammy candy. They are. Mm-hmm. Now, after I brought up old fashioned ha- hard candy mix, you guys already brought up number six, which is ribbon candy. I, oh, yeah. Ribbon candy, my grandma, Tom, had like a glass <clears throat> bowl. And this ribbon oh, candy, yeah. you could pick up one and you'd get the whole thing. Yeah, they all and, stuck together because of the humidity. And so my grandma's cleaner would just pick it up and dust underneath it and put it back down. And I remember watching her do that. And I was like, how long has this ribbon yeah. candy been here? Toots had a candy bowl of candy that... She had spice drops. Yeah, but like I don't know how long they've been there. Probably for quite a while. It's probably dust all it was a, over. It was a grandma thing. They just had a bowl of candy that they didn't touch until it emptied, and then they yeah. poured some more they in. They bought it ten years ago. And yep, exactly. They're still going on the same box. We hit the top five, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You already mentioned number five, holiday peeps. Whether they're shaped like the snowman mm-hmm. or Christmas trees, not a lot of people like them. I no, no that's a no. Peeps. I, my nephew Terrible. Finn has PKU, and so he can only have so many different things, and it's all like he can't have anything with protein. Peeps are on the list. Watching him eat peeps and not talk shit about it is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> you know who? When I was a kid, like a little kid, I would totally eat a box of peeps. No Absolutely problem. not. Never. You know who loves peeps? Like it's one of her favorite things to eat. Vaughn. Lindsay Basham, Ralph Basham's oh, wife. Oh, wow. She oh. loves them. Interesting. She, I like, now can't think differently wait. of Lindsay. Yeah. She can't wait for peeps wait every year. She's like, now. when are the peeps coming? And she buys them in bulk. She's so classy. I don't know if I, she wanted me to like put her on she blast like so this. But honestly, <laughs> I'm shocked about Lindsay in eating peeps. Mm-hmm. She loves them. I know. Mm. There yeah, you know. have it. We move on to number four, non-peppermint candy canes. I've never even heard of those. Oh, uh, like oh, the rainbow. Yeah. I'm not yeah. mad at those. I don't like candy Plus canes, period. But you can make them into like a shank, yeah. and that's always really yes. fun. You like, make them really sharp. They have fruit ones. Sure. They have butterscotch yeah. ones. My kids can have the... Well, they're hard candy, just shaped like a cane. Basically. My kids could always... They don't really realize that candy canes are peppermint because they can't have red food coloring. So I always buy the hippie ones that are strawberry flavored. Yeah. Mm, yeah, the strawberry ones. And those are good. Nah. Yeah. Okay, there's two more to go. I've never heard of cherry cordials. What is that? Oh, you oh, definitely know awesome. what that is. A hundred percent. That's like liquid that cherries in the middle of a chocolate, yep. isn't it? Nasty. Yeah, really good. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know what that mm. is. Then. Um, yeah, they're number three, as a matter of fact. They always make the top five. Number one, two years ago, cherry cordials. People hate them. They're, they're awesome. the same I don't thing. Them. Isn't there another one that's very similar to that, but it has like a man's name in it? So like cherry a man. Cordials? Jerry cordial. Jerry and Cherry Cordials. That's exactly right. And of course, uh, of course, we wrap it up. I don't know what this is either. Christmas nougat. Nougat is. Anybody know? What nougat? I don't honestly know what nougat Nougat's is. Nougat's like what's in the Snickers. Yeah, like the little that weird foamy mm, stuff. Foamy in the stuff Snickers. is yeah. nougat. It's that's yeah. nougat. Is it like a taffy? It no. is a confection made out of sugar or honey, roasted nuts, and whipped <clears throat> egg white. So it's basically meringue, but it, it's not hard. It looks kind of oh. like um, fruit cake cut up it's it's yeah it's meringue with nuts in it basically basically 
or like really? little jellies. I don't like nuts in my sweets. It's fine. I I would never eat that. Like you would never. I would never eat that. <laughs> I would never eat that. Well done. You've decided. All right. So that, those were the top ten most despised holiday candies Wait, in America. Did we do number one? We need. We need one more. Yeah, we're, no, we we, we're missing one. We went from cherry cordial, which was number three, and then we did nougat. So there's one more. Well, the amazing thing is it says here are the rest. It's top 10. Okay, so I'm looking for... Oh, reindeer corn was number one. We did mention that. Oh, uh, it's reindeer yeah, it's you know, I think corn, I would eat a little bit of rain, reindeer corn, reason. and I hate the rest of the list. I've never seen that in my life. I haven't either. It's haven't candy either. corn. Yeah, red and green and white. But, but it looks like a reindeer. I wonder, did they replace like the uh, pumpkin in the candy corn bag with, you know, like Santa's oh, face no. or something? Oh, yeah. Probably. I wonder. Probably true. All right, Ms. Burt, what the hell else is going on in Hollywood? Well, I feel like Hollywood is like listening to our podcast every single morning because we've talked a lot about this and now it's coming true. Um, Pixar. We've been talking about how Pixar really needs to start changing the game. What they're doing mm -hmm. is they're taking some of their films that premiered on Disney Plus during the pandemic and they're finally giving them the big screen premiere that they deserve. So they're going to be re-releasing Soul as well as Turning Red oh. and Luca on the big screen because they feel like this is how they're supposed to be seen. They were made for the big screen and they're like, listen, we understand movies are expensive, but like pick one of these and take your family as an event movie. Um, as like I'm, all these themes that we keep on talking about. So um, Soul is coming out January 12th. Oh my you gosh, have Turning Red February 9th. And then Luca arrives on March 22nd. Soul definitely got shafted. I. Because no one talks about it ever. Love that movie and that soundtrack. Incredible. It's so freaking good. It's jazzy. What John, is it? John Baptiste. He's like a. Oh, yeah. He's like one of the top yes. music, musical artists right now. Incredible. He opened the Macy's Day Parade this year. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Okay. Well, yeah, he it was just, really good. It was a great number. So incredibly talented. And I have a friend that saw him in concert once and he was like he's an incredible performer and everything about him is just amazing and he did the whole soundtrack for soul the other movie that definitely got um <clears throat> screwed over by not being in theaters and being released during the pandemic was onward oh yeah onward definitely because like turning like, no red, one even knows what that turning is. red and luca people talk about well turning red got a ton of press because it was like the period movie you know yeah, like they it, did, it didn't got get good press but it still got press yeah, it so got people press. talked about so it people and talked luca, about it. luca people talked god forbid about. we talk about a period but yeah. also it's so funny because like my, my nephews watched it they're like we love it my sister's like yeah they don't know it's supposed to be about me like <laughs> It doesn't have to be about yeah. a period. No, it it also is like a good story no. that they did not Adults know. Adults like ruin things by like yeah. going too deep yes. into it and you know. Well, that's the thing. It's, but, all, like, it's also. I look at that. Like if I were a parent and I had a daughter, I was like, you could use it as a talking point, like as an opening as they Absolutely. get into that age. Absolutely. You well, know? The, the thing about it is it is the period movie for the first like 20 minutes and then it jumps metaphors repeatedly. And that's yeah. the problem I have with it. It's like, pick a metaphor. <laughs> it's, and he doesn't care about the bleeding out. <laughs> exactly. He's like, whatever. It's like, if you what want to make it? a movie about periods, do that. You know, it's, it's, already called, it. it's already called Turning Red. You're halfway there. Yeah. So, you know. But if you want to make it, it's like, is the panda about puberty? Is it about rebelling Anger. against your mom? Is it about, yeah, acting out at school? Repressed emotions. Andy, yeah, see, like, you just got a glimpse in what it's like to have your period at 12 yeah, because so, you don't and you don't know you don't and you know don't know what thing everything all of those encompass being a teenage girl. it actually you nailed it yeah you did that's true 
including oh, the poor females. Well, well, all works out in the end. All right. What yes. else is happening? <laughs> um, well, Tevin, did you hear that we're getting season two of Squid Games? The okay, challenge. So, I'd like Kristen. I just need a huge favor. I need you to keep your ear out to the streets. And if there's a casting call or a recruiting, we need somebody to be on a show. It's my time to shine. I can win this game. I will share the $4.56 million with you. Let's make this happen. Okay. I, we now have this on camera. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to. I am 100% in. To find out who's casting it and get you on the show. Kevin, we should go in and act like we don't know each other. And Brittany, then it'll I don't be need revealed. you to be there. Oh, <laughs> come just on. Whoa. You and I will just show up yeah, and be yeah. like, we're ready. For I'm in a suit. Yeah. Yes, no, Brittany's um, dressed like a squid. No. <laughs> the, the season finale is, uh, I believe, airs today at 8 p.m. We find out who won yes, the first I'm one. Yes, I'm super excited. I was yeah. like, I am there. Yep. <laughs> Um, the other thing that might be of interest to people tonight, and I've seen, um, I saw a lengthy clip that was submitted to me, and it is fascinating. It's on Apple TV. It's John Lennon, Murder Without a Trial, and it kind of goes through his assassination. Um, and there's like one particular clip of this ABC producer who happened to be at the hospital that John Lennon was taken to. He he wasn't there because of John Lennon. He was there for his own ailment. And through like a series of like just crazy coincidences, he was the one who was able to like break the story to the local ABC station. Cause he's mm -hmm. like, are you telling me John Lennon is the guy that you just brought in with a gunshot? And the doctor was literally like, I can't tell you anything about any patient, but he was like, if you were like massaging a patient's heart like that, um, and now you're here with me, would that mean that the patient would not survive? You know? Like, mm. And the doctor was like, that would probably be correct. They were like playing oh, this like weird God. game. <laughs> and, um, you know, she's like, I can't let you, cause he had been injured in a motorcycle accident and he could barely walk. And she's like, I can't let you go to the pay phone and call. He's like, what about the phone right there? And she's like, I cannot tell you that if you called out that you have to use the code like pound one, one seven to call out to your station. Right. So I, I would love to hear from the doctor. Obviously she probably never wants to out herself because a little sketchy but mm -hmm. if you want to know how people get their sources and get break stories great example of it but um it's on tonight at john lennon murder without a trial on apple tv plus all right let's little test for you where and who did they announce who was it that announced that john lennon had died monday night football correct who announced it was john it Madden. al michaels Nope. Or was it before Al Michaels? Howard Cosell. There we go. Uh, Howard Cosell. That's exactly who it was. Uh, and I'll never forget listening back to that. And because I, I was already in bed, uh, it was on a Monday night. And I got up in the morning and I was about to leave because my mother was living with me. I bought a house on 35th and Penn. She was living with me and my younger brothers were there as well. And I walked out and as I was walking past the kitchen table, there was a handwritten note from my mother that said, they killed John Lennon. Wow. That's all it said. That's an intense letter. Yeah, kind of cryptic, too. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like JFK. They killed JFK. Mm -hmm. They yeah. killed JFK. That's right. That's exactly right. But, yeah, there was Howard Cosell that announced John Lennon had died. And it was just, I guess, I went back and watched it later because it was recorded. But but it was, boy, it was an intense moment. No, I mean, John Lennon, was there anybody bigger on the planet than him at the time? 
Probably not. Probably not. I mean, I can't imagine there's too many people that they would have cut into a Monday night football game right. to say, hey, we know that you all want to hear the news. Yeah, I like to imagine that he just, like, slipped it in during the game. It's like, Marino rushes to the five-yard line. By the way, John Lennon is dead. It's the third <laughs> yes. down now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be weird. That would be very, very weird, no question. All right, got one minute. What do you want to wrap it up with, Kristen? Ooh, so many good things. I'm like, I have like my full list of crazy. Oh, I know this one is for Brit. Times person of the year is. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. Two out of a 22. Yeah, more like $22 million to get on that cover. Yeah, girl. (laughs) That's a flex, Andy. It is a flex. I I can't wait for all of the end of the year wrap ups because it really is the year of the woman. I'm just going to say it between. Barbie and Beyonce and Taylor. The woman is all of us. So it is the women. It is all of us before Tevin attacks us. I have a question. <laughs> are we going to find out who the real the real Swifties are? Because Spotify does their like end of the year Spotify raps yeah. where you tells you like how many hours you spent listening to certain artists, what percentile oh. you are. So I think we're going to find all out. over. Instagram right now, like the stories, people are posting it. Oh no, are you going to look and find out I'm in the top 1% of the Swifty listeners? If you're not, are you even a Swifty? That's the thing about Swifties. We don't care. Like... That is, you don't care? No, no, no. I don't. If Alex told me I like Taylor Swift and I only like Shake It Off, would a part of me be like, there's so much more there, but that's fine. You know what? Come in as you are. You want to like one song and Death Grip to it? Fine. I don't care. Swifties, we're not, we're tight. We're the group that are scared to tell you what we like because we get made fun of. You want to jump in with us in any aspect, we're down to clown. And uh, just to say that the Time Person of the Year um, interview that they did with her is really good. So if anyone hasn't read it, go and check it out. She calls out Kim Kardashian too. Yeah. And Kanye. All right. Kristen, it sounds like you have a lot of stuff in reserve. You want to do a couple more things? We could push it a couple minutes later if you got some big news. You don't think that Taylor Swift is Times Person of the Year is big news? Kevin and no, I are sick to death of Taylor Swift. Well, it's like Times Person of the Year. Who even cares anymore? Who, well, who was Times Person of the Year last year? I noticed it was all the guys year. here saying, like, blah, blah, it blah. It was the no. country, wasn't it? Uh, the you, It was... Point? Exactly. Yes. No, I mean, I don't want to screw it up, but it was the... Uh, um, yeah, that's why. It was... <laughs> Where, of course, Brittany. You uh, just don't want to say it no. wrong. I feel like I've been okay, pushing... here's what I want to know. If, uh, if you weren't going to name Taylor Swift as Times Person of the Year, who would you guys name as Times Person of the Year for 2023? Sonic the Hedgehog. Who is that Hedgehog of the Year, Andy? Yeah, Andy, grow up. I literally... I I don't care. That's the thing. I don't know or care. I am take or leave Taylor Swift, but Mm -hmm. I would say, yes, she should be person of the year because with her tour, her movie, how much everybody has talked about her. See, if I was... Yeah, she took on the movie industry and cut them out completely out of the profits. And don't forget... AMC. And don't forget Ticketmaster. She said, screw you, Ticketmaster, for charging half the price of my tickets, and she went to Mm. Congress with them. Like, there's some things she did that's pretty cool. At the same time, we, as Swifties, we don't care. Like this, I'm more excited about the re-recording of Rep than I am about if she gets on another magazine to cover. I don't care. I just always assume that Time Person of the Year was somebody that you know. Oh, I solved world hunger. I like did like some sort of humanitarian right. thing. Not right. No, not, nece- not necessarily. It's usually about culture. So yeah. like, it yeah. can be like political right. culture, environmental culture, pop culture. That, that's what Time is looking for. Last year, we're just saying that. I think it's the 
people misplaced by the Russian and war. Like it was, I know it was like a union of people, mm. but like I can't, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not looking it up. Like I'm trying to, I don't want to say it wrong. That's the one I don't want to mess up. Yes. Yeah. Well, good for her though. Yeah. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So we got no straight answer. That's and good. just one final uh, <laughs> note, the SAG after contract was officially ratified. So that signals 100% that the strike is over. Yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. But Some the bad news stuff. is that IATSE, which is our crew union, has a big battle ahead in 2024. Oh, so. God. <laughs> Here we go again. All right. We'll have a magnificent day. You too. Take care, you guys. Bye. So we'll take a break. Be right back. Wrap it up right after this. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com this is the tom bernard morning show podcast we're back ladies and gentlemen i have a question for you guys do you guys ever use self-checkout i uh, almost exclusively yeah well you do okay mm -hmm. you do as well aj yeah Brittany? it's yeah. i'm not like getting enough i feel like at times to where i need to go to the big lines because i'm waiting right. it seems like 15 mm -hmm. minutes just for that so if i have five things Self-checkout every time, bag it, go. I'll bring 30 things to self-checkout. I don't care. That is insane. I would never do that. I would rather have them do it. I think it's about 25% of the time I'll grab, I'll do self-checkout. It's literally if I have, like, what I'm holding. Okay, so to round the things off, I've never used self-checkout. Okay. Okay. I just never have because I, I don't like when machines replace human beings, like jobs disappear because of stuff like that. And I know I'm... I grew up in a very, very, you know, um, I don't know how to explain it, but a, a lot of workers really watched out for each other across the board. And I'm not saying you guys didn't. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it just feels really uncomfortable to me. To Plus the fact I probably wouldn't know what the hell I was doing anyway. But the reason I bring it up, self-checkouts at big retailers like Walmart and Costco could soon be a thing of the past, warn retail experts and corporations. Uh, they're pinning it on crime. I think we are going to see uh, demise of self-checkouts very soon, said Phil Lampert, a food industry analyst. Self-checkouts start cropping up in the uh, late 80s, right around then, have become increasingly popular since the hundreds, the 2000s, I think they meant, but they put hundreds. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, well, they put the double O's. Yeah. Do you ever refer to 2000 as the double O's? Yeah, I think, it, oh, I guess I'm on, I thought everybody did. But it'd be the triple O's then. If you're going to do the O's, it'd be three O's. No, because it's the like the 80s. You don't call them the 080s. But 2000 is the year. Right. You don't call it the 000s. Right. But I'm saying like the 1980s, you don't go the 980s. It's like the O's. You just take the last two numbers. It's like the 10s, the, the 80s, the 90s. I don't know. I'm not going with it. makes sense. Sorry. In any uh, case, uh, even food retailers have hopped on the bandwagon with the founder and former CEO of Chipotle, Steve Ells, launching his uh, next fast food venture, Kernel, K-E-R-N-E-L, in New York City next year, which will almost be uh, fully run by robots. Self-checkout has always gotten mixed reviews from customers. While some prefer not to have, uh, not having to interact with employees, others report frustration with technology mishaps and having to do the work by themselves. Isn't it a lot easier for people to steal, too, if they go to self-checkout? No, oh, yeah. 
Oh, I would think so. Yeah, I watched a guy steal so much stuff from a Target at self checkout. It really. Was, a lot of those places will wait until you hit a certain number so they can add, uh, add a bigger offense because otherwise it's barely a slap on the wrist kind of thing. When are we going to change all that? Because everything now, including murder, is a slap on the wrist. When is that going to stop? I hope murder is a couple slapsies on the wristies. Yeah, probably two. Oh, good. Probably two slaps on the wrist. That'll be about it. Now, crime right now is not a big deal to the United States. Voting, for me, is the big deal. Not that you commit crimes, but I'll keep you out as long as you promise to vote for me. It's all about money, yet again. Obviously. Disgusting. Yeah. Not as disgusting as Bob Sansevier, but... Sandy! <laughs> How are you? Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Sansevier Sports is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Sandy, how are you? Well, you kind of ruined my Friday. I did? Yes, because you said, watch season four of Fargo. So I sat down. And I power watched the entire season. <laughs> I love that you said power watched instead of binge like a normal person. Like you were exercising right. while you were doing it. No, I wasn't exercising. I put myself in the recliner. I watched, was it 11 hours of the, because it is, they put commercials in. It's 11 yes. hours. It is. It is. Great, great show, though, didn't you think? Yes, did you? You've seen every episode of season. No, no, four. I've only seen two of them so far. Oh my god! No, oh, Tom is a normal person. He's not going to put eleven hours of TV <laughs> on him. He's not. He's not power watching anything. Don't attack Bob because I've been in that situation where you're like, "This is so good, I just can't stop," but I know I shouldn't, so I just got to power through. And you're hoping somehow that you know your hour show will wrap in twenty minutes. No, what I'm hoping is my family doesn't notice I've been on the, <laughs> the easy chair for eleven hours. They just did everything around me. Sandy, it is, Tom, it, it is phenomenal. I got to ask you, Sandy, didn't you love the short Sicilian guy that's running running the mob in Kansas City? Jason Schwartzman? Is that who that is? Really? Yes. I didn't even notice that. Yes, it is. Oh, that's weird. I never even noticed. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Well, he and, and uh, Chris Rock are probably the yes. only two identifiable actors. Yep. And you've seen some of the other ones. One of the guys, the consigliere, I thought for a minute was from the Sopranos, but it, 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 he wasn't. Oh, sure. Yep. I don't think. And, uh, but it, it really is. Uh, season four was pretty damn good. And I, oh. well, you, I'm not going to, well, how long has it been out? It's been out a long time. Couple this years. thing, is it true that they would, the youngest son of each rival gang would swap? Swap? They would give the youngest son, well, you saw the first two episodes. Yeah, they did that yeah that's right. One. That's true. Did they actually do that for real? I had never heard that. I have no idea, but I, the whole idea of there's there's a, a an Italian organization, there's a black organization, and they meet head to head on all these. I I think it's it's some of the best television I've ever seen, Bob. And obviously, you agree because you sat there for eleven hours. Oh, I thought it was terrific. I was as I'm watching, I'm saying. That bastard Tom, and bastard Tom. this is one of the best streaming shows I've ever seen. What do you mean yep. swap? You never like for all of us what you're talking about. No, swap what? Well, it started with the Jews and the Irish. They were the youngest child of the the leader of the Jewish clan and the Irish clan would swap the youngest son, and oh. they'd have to live. Yes. They'd have to live with the other one, and it was sort of a a, a form of protection. Yeah, that you know they would not overstep they i think they did that a lot back 
like with kings and queens, they did that like with um, well, they married them off. Not only married off, but like they would send him them as I forget that there's a term, um, and that would ensure that those two countries wouldn't go to war with each other because they both had their youngest. Oh, there you go. Yes, but as as, as chance would happen. They go to war anyway. Oh, who would have thought? <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> and Chris Rock, he he was phenomenal in it. He was. Yep. Schwartzman was too, because throughout the whole show, he's always disheveled in his, you know, the way they they had long hair. They had like the shemp hair from the yeah, three his hair two. hanging oh, down, like, yeah. down over his right eye all the time. That's yeah. right. Yeah. The shemp and mohair <laughs> from the Three Stooges. <laughs> but and the other thing that I've, uh, if you have not. Um, started watching. You've watched Lawman Bass Reeves, you said, right? You're up oh, to God, date. Yeah, we've seen every episode. Phenomenal, too. And it is a great show. I'm also watching Monarch, which is uh, it's about the you know monsters. And I started watching last night because it, it's from the when I saw it was from the same creators of Cobra Kai. It's called Obliterated. Oh my gosh! Yes, go you ahead, like Bob. It? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. I I powered I so through too. it this weekend. You watched the whole thing? You oh, powered? Yeah. I, I powered through it just like you. Well, my mistake was I didn't start watching until after the Packers game last night, and I only watched two and a half episodes because oh. I said I better get to, to bed. So I'll, I'll finish it today, it's, no question. It's so Variety good. hated it, you know, their review. I said, what are you nuts? This is fun Oh and yeah. funny. It's fun. It's funny. The uh, I forget what his – what's it uh, – tank or the black guy that's always trunk. Hung, trunk there we go he's hilarious in it there is you do see some uh some male genitalia that is a little uh over the top we'll say but uh yeah overall highly recommend obliterated it was great so yeah. what's it about uh, well, it's, it, well yeah, it's an elite group of cia operatives who okay. they uh they have this great win after six months they they defuse a nuclear bomb but wait is it diffused or isn't it? Yeah. Because they're all on drugs and they're all drunk and, you know, they were popping every drug you could imagine. And then they've got eight hours to save the world again. Yeah, they essentially, well, it starts out with this, you know, over-the-top rescue slash bomb defusal mission in Las Vegas. And then, you know, they party because they think they just saved the world. And, yeah, as they're all just high and drunk off their ass, all of a sudden it's not over and now they got to go about their mission some more. And see Thomas Howell is oh, phenomenal yeah. in it because oh, yeah. he, he basically plays uh, the weekend at Bernie's guy. I think for most of the show, they carry him around on their shoulder waiting yes. for him to come out of his drunk, his drug stupor. Yep. So this is a live action show. It's human beings. It's not yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like human yeah. beings. We don't watch that cartoons. It's Tevin and me. We don't watch cartoons. No, yes, it's you really good. I don't, it, I don't know if you'll like it, Tom, but I, th I think it's worth the shot because if you do – Catherine for sure won't like it, so maybe you have to watch it without her. So what is it all about against two, two – they're, what are they doing? It's, it's a saving the world. Yeah, it's a group of elite – like, hey, we're the best of, you know, the CIA. Oh, okay. So, the, I mean, the opening scene is them, like – helicoptering into a high-rise building and killing, like, 30 people in the matter of, you know, 15 Jesus. seconds type oh, of thing. Yeah. So it's very, uh, what's the Denzel Washington uh, equalizer kind of vibe oh, of yeah, okay. where, you know, I'm going to take everybody out. But then it's also comedy 
based in you know and dark one humor. of the one of the uh side characters is a camel yeah which is a camel yep yeah yeah you gotta watch it, it's a very small watch. role for the camel just but, on yeah. that i'm in yeah yeah, just off that, you're gonna watch it now, AJ. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fine with committing a bunch of time just for a camel. So. I, I will well. say you have to get through the first like 20 minutes of it because I originally started it and I thought, ah, this is kind of. I felt the same way the first episode. I'm thinking, do I want to stick? But then it's kicked in. Yep. Yeah. Really? Well, I'm yeah. glad you told me that because I would have I would have bailed. Probably. Don't. No, don't. Okay, just stay with it, and it's on Netflix. Netflix. So all eight episodes are out. You don't have to. Oh, I got to wait till next week for the next one to come out. Well, because you're talking about Bass Reeves, is, uh, Catherine and I've watched all six of the first episodes. There's only two more to go. So you know, I know exactly. Oh, what you only, have to oh, wait. Yeah, what? I hate it. Hate it. Monarch, same way. Well, most of them are, unless it's Netflix, because they they throw them at you. Say, go ahead, power watch us. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah, well, you did, and it all worked out for you. Are you going to start on, on season five now? I already have. Oh, you? <laughs> and I was very disappointed. There's only like, they've only put out like three episodes yeah. of season yep. five. I actually, um, I was watching like on FX. I, oh, let me check this one out. I would come in the middle of it, and I just couldn't catch on, but I started starting from the beginning. This Juno Temple is phenomenal. The woman who plays, she's from mm-hmm. Ted Lasso, for people who've watched that. Yeah. She's terrific. John Hamm is a great character in this. He is good. Yeah. yeah and he is a, really, really good. There are great characters in that as well. So, yes, absolutely. Um, check that one out, season five. According to the critics, it's the best of the five seasons. They'd have a long way to go to better season four. Yeah, I would agree with that. But but I tell you what, we've talked about it quite often on this show. I don't know that TV's ever been better than it is right now. Well, it couldn't possibly have been because you couldn't even get that much content no tom i don't understand where the money's coming from to do all of these episodes the number of shows you could never catch up if you uh you know if you tried to there's so much out there right no but it uh, seriously most of it's really there are a couple of things Catherine and i watched and we get about 15 minutes in and go this is just after 15 minutes you kind of know but i shouldn't do that with the first episode of obliterated no, it's, no, I started to think, ah, okay, it's, it's sort of, right. you know, losing steam. But then it got me back into it. Oh, good. You got to stick with it. And tell me you've seen the whole thing, so that yeah. I'm glad to hear you liked it all the way through. Yeah, and it and it stands strong the whole whole way through. Um, and yeah, the ending of it. I mean, it's you're not watching it because of the plot of the show. You kind of know how it's going to end for the most part. But there are some twists and turns in there. But it's funny. The entire way through, the uh, guy that they weakened at Bernie's, they through the entire show, um, he makes a re- revival at the end, and so yeah, it's it's all it's all good, and it's it is funny. That's the great thing mm. about it. It's a very What's it's funny, funny too? action too. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the best part about it. Oh okay. It's, I actually, I counted twice in the first two episodes. I laughed out loud. Really? I'm not a big laugh out loud guy either. What? So, You've always laughed out loud. What are you talking about? Oh, I do that just, you know, to, to blend in. Oh, you blend in. Okay. Truly okay. laugh and, and find something funny. I'm not an easy laugh, I'll have you know. Brittany makes me roll on the floor. R-O-L-F. I was going to ask you this because of Unbelievable. Oh, Danny. Or R-O-F-L, whatever it is. What is you were saying, sir. 
No, I'm totally distracted now. I have no idea what the hell I was going to say. R L O F. R L O F. Rolling floor, laughing. I was trying to do the. I was rolling on laughing floor. No, no, rolling on floor, laughing. I got them mixed up. Hey, I was. I've been doing the same thing all morning with. Is it the quick lube bowl or the quick lane bowl? That they're in. Oh, God, Bob. Thanks for mentioning that. Once again, the lamest bowl offered. What was it last year? The Pipsqueak Bowl or what was it? Uh, pinstripe Bowl. Is that the one? Pinstripe. Yeah. That's what it was. Pinstripe Bowl. Now, and now it's Quick Lane Change quick Up lane. or what is it? Yeah. And okay, you're going to the bowl, guys. You're going to go to Detroit. It's a uh. punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of winter. Let's go to Detroit. When they say you're going bowling, you didn't know you're getting bowling green. <laughs> <laughs> bowling oh. green. What's their, what's their record, Bob? Who cares? <laughs> what are they, like Division Three? They're actually they're uh, in. Well, they play hockey in the CCHA. I, I could t- see that AJ's on it. What is their record, AJ? Put uh, it this way: they are one of the 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 Gophers are the 82nd team. So I'm guessing Bowling Green would be the 81st yeah. worst team. They're just good enough to play the team that got really good grades this year. Yes. Oh, well, uh, that's good. They finished seven and five, so better than the Gophers. Woo. No, better than the Gophers by far. Yeah, but they wow. didn't play anybody either, did they? Um, Western Michigan, PJ Flex old mm. squad. They beat them. Yeah, uh, otherwise, no. I had Ball State, and they ball Ooh. hard. So. Okay, like a NAIA or D three team is what they are. Oh, they and, they played Liberty. Oh, and they they lost thirty four to twenty four to Liberty, yeah, who well, uh, is and, undefeated. And they lost to Michigan 31 six. So, why isn't Liberty in the college football playoff? They were undefeated. It's a whole other world there. <laughs> My favorite college team. name of all time. And I'll never forget it because the, the the coach who was recruiting talked about this on one of the sports shows. I don't remember. It was many, many years ago. But they, they said, going out recruiting and all the rest of it, did you have some really spectacular moments, some moments that weren't so great? He goes, well, there's one that stands out. Because, you know, Iona. What state is Iona in again? New York. It's in Please. New York. I, I yeah. thought so. But I wanted to make sure. So he said, you know, I'm the head coach at Iona, and I go over there, and I'm recruiting. And the kid comes out of his house with his mother and father, and they go, where are you from? And the, he said, I own a college. And the guy said, God, you must be rich. <laughs> <laughs> I own a college. Are we pouting again over there? Anyway, so what else? Andy? Now, that was a real laugh, by the way. I want to make that distinction. No, I, I, it's a great story because it actually happened. I own a college, and they literally thought he owned the college. <laughs> but other than that. But they're pretty – people know Iona now, don't they? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it, it, again, it's, a, it's always been a good basketball program, but it's yeah. a lower-level one. Yeah, that's true. You know. So does this uh, – what is it, Bowling Green in the what bowl? Quick loop, What's quick lane, happening? same thing. Bowling. Quick loop. Quick lane. Quick lane. Okay, and that's in Detroit. Yes. Why would you even accept that? That's the best question of all. Why? Do you make money from that? Oh, yeah, they'll yeah. get money. But you know what? What they'll oh, do okay. is well, if they win, they'll treat it like it's a national championship. <laughs> Hoist in whatever, you know, quick lane. They'll give them, what, they, what do they give them? A, a, you know, a gallon of, uh, of oil, motor they oil? They give them, like, a certificate for an oil change. Yeah. You know, That's it? You know which one I'm excited the about? Air. There's a brand new bowl. I already think there's too many bowl games, but there's the Pop-Tart Bowl. 
and yeah. the winner, oh the winning team is going to get like a giant pop tart that they're all gonna like take a bite out of. So I'm I excited for love that. It. Yeah. yeah, and I wonder because I don't think have they announced what flavor pop tart? Because I think they're gonna keep it a secret, and you can get, maybe gamble on it, like you gamble on the uh, you know what color Gatorade gets dumped on the coach. You can gamble on uh, what flavor. I, I feel like you have Pop-Tart. to go strawberry because it's yeah. like that's like the OG. The most, yeah, and it's like iconic. I have a question. So what what sport is this? Football. Football. And how big is the Pop-Tart? Uh, it'll probably be like the size, I would assume probably like the size of like a giant check type of situation. <laughs> it's got to yeah, be bigger than that for a whole team to eat it. Just a bite. I mean, you got a bite where uh, some other guy already bit? Ugh. You could also Maybe break it off. Pick... Yeah. Yeah. They just break it off and then put it in their mouth? Yeah. I mean, they Either way, I'm not eating butt, so like. Oh, my gosh. What? I said they like hit each other's butts and tackle each other. Like I don't think it's that big oh. a deal if they bit on the same I thing. Thought you said they hit the pop tart in their butt. <laughs> they oh, hit no. it in their butt. But I thought too, Bob. So <laughs> we thought the same thing. It's interesting. That's all I have to say. All right, Sandy. What else you got, Pally? Yeah, how about your Packers? I'll tell you what. The, I, a few weeks ago, well, the Vikings will win that game against the Packers. They're not going to win that game against the Packers. This They're team not going to be coming on. Yeah, they looked really good. Yeah. Do you see them winning another game this year, Bob? Uh, it depends on who they've thrown at quarterback. That's true. Yeah, that's very, very true. And so, if, if the coach will adjust to the talents of the quarterback and not force feed him his system. Yeah. And also, our schedule is like we don't really play. I mean, we have the Lions and the Packers on the schedule, but it's not, <laughs> those teams aren't unbeatable. The Lions look really good. The Packers looked good last night, but it's not unfathomable to think that we can beat the Packers at home. Yeah, yeah it is. After watching last night, Packers. <laughs> and they got, they did get, so on both sides, the Packers played well, deserved to win the game, but at the end of the game, there was a lot of missed calls both ways, where the refs kind of just let it be a free-for-all. It, it was more against the, the poor, uh, or the Chiefs. Like, there was a pretty plays. bad pass interference that should have put the Chiefs Ignored. on the five-yard line. Yes, and then, I mean, there uh, was the female ref on the left side of the field. She missed a forward progress where they called him out of bounds for the Chiefs when he should have been inbounds. And then on the Hail Mary, Travis Kelsey got shoved about five yards forward. That but probably got to throw a flag there. Have you ever seen a flag on a Hail Mary play? No, but this defender clearly said, I know they're not going to call this, and two-hand exactly. full extension shove. Genuine oh, question. No question. Are, are there differing rules on Hail Marys? Like, do yes, it like they they allow more contact on it's Hail Marys. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's but, not in the rule book, but, but they essentially go, that "We're not going to," because the ref doesn't want to have to call that, and they don't want to be the ones deciding it. Right. That that much I don't know. Anyway. I you could argue the player decided it by by pushing him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm with you. And uh, and did you did any of you watch the Niner game against the Philadelphia Eagles? Yep. This guy should they should never allow this guy on the sideline again. Dom big Dom, the security guard. A security jo- guard's job is if he's watching the coach, is watch the people in the stands. He's right on the edge of the sideline being a cheerleader. <laughs> get that but, get that fat F out of there. But if the player doesn't punch the security guard in the face. Uh, he was provoked by the security guard. Security guard had no. no business being in the middle of it and trying to separate. He tried to separate him because he's a security yeah. guard. The guy's got like his own line of clothing. He's you know he's like a a star before any of this happened in mm-hmm. Philly. I don't get it. 
Yeah, it was. You know, he's just one of these big dumb oafs who they decided to, you know, it's like, what was that movie <laughs> that, um, where they, they, they got a mascot that they, what the heck was that with, uh, I'm drawing a blank on who it was. But anyway, yeah, they got him on the sideline because he's a big dumb oaf. Yeah. I mean, okay, run this by me again. Who punched who? So th- there was a play that spilled out into the sidelines, and a 49ers linebacker, but it was Greenlaw is his name. Dre, Dre Greenlaw. Yeah, he kind of gets in the face of the head coach, Nick Sirianni, for the really? Eagles. And then the security guard for the Eagles kind of came over and put his hand in the chest plate of the 49ers player, kind of push him back, says a few words, and then the 49ers player reaches over and punches slash points. He didn't punch him. He flicked his nose or his oh lip. Oh, my gosh. He so like he that. didn't connect. Exactly, AJ. He didn't connect on his punch slash point attempt he to another player. To. I don't think he was trying to punch him, but he definitely makes contact with a closed-ish fist. In this guy's face. He flicked him. He literally went like this across his nose. Like he wiped his nose. He saw a booger and wiped his nose. Yes. He was helping him. Yeah. Okay. And they both got (laughs) thrown out of the game. I've never, no no security guard in history has ever been thrown out of a game before. So I have a question. I have a question for you. Why would they throw a security guard out when the player is the one that stepped out of line? Because he was, he had no business doing what he did, which is separating players. And he was mixing it up with Greenlaw. He was jawing at him. And these security guards are not supposed to be right, you know, a a foot off the field. Well, and I don't think he was – so he was different than – because obviously you have the stadium security where they're wearing the vests and Mm -hmm. they're standing there. He wasn't one of those. Yeah, he was, like, specifically for, I believe, the the head coach. Yeah, so he's – 25 years. Yeah, he's not supposed to be on the field that much, but uh, he's Mm -hmm. definitely – yeah, he's not like he's he's supposed to be in the He's supposed to blend in and not be noticeable. Right. You I know, guess not supposed I mean, to be right there. How bad was the fight? <laughs> Should it have been broken up, or was it just not no, that big a deal? No, it wasn't, wasn't a big deal. It was your average NFL. Oh, it, it was a skirmish, a kerfuffle, if you yeah. will. A kerfuffle. I like that. <laughs> that works for me. I love that word. All right, Sandy. Any closing words? Yeah. See you on Friday. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> those are, those are your closing <laughs> words, are they? Watch. Okay. Watch obliterate. We want to hear a report by Friday that you see all of it. And uh, <laughs> I, we got. I got a lot of cat. You do too. You got to catch up with the latest. You got to start the new Fargo. Yeah, I do. You got obliterated. You're already on Lawman Bass Reeves. I only got two episodes left, man. I've seen six of the eight, so. I like his sidekick. What Billy? What's his last? Billy. uh, Oh yeah, Billy. Babbitt. No, not Babbitt. Yeah, what is? I know who you're talking about. The Native American guy. Yeah, he's terrific. Yeah, he's great. He's He's got himself a girl now too. He does have a girlfriend. (laughs) Absolutely, he does have a girlfriend. No, it's a really good show. Really good show. All right. (laughs) All right, Sandy. Thank you, sir. See ya. Bob Sanson here, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of seconds. Like, oh, my God. We're already at the almost the midpoint here. Back in a couple of seconds, Marriott Hartley will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It's really great. I look up at the screen. It looks like Alex is crying. What the hell was that well, all I'm about? I'm trying to send something so I can print something during the break, and it's not going into the thing. She's crying. <laughs> Tevin made her cry. Yeah, again. Yeah. Tevin attacked her during the break. As usual. Typical. Actually, Brady attacked Tevin, but that's another story. Any big closing stories that we haven't covered? I think we covered, we pretty much covered everything today, have we not? Tevin, don't you have that breaking story? No, I don't have any breaking news. There is nothing to break. 
Was that a good thing or a bad? Think about that. That might be a good thing. There's nothing to break. Yeah, for real. Yeah, did you hear that Taylor Swift was times? <laughs> no, year? what? Yeah, I do want to go on the record. I didn't bring it up once. That's true. You didn't. That's Thank true. you. No. Everybody else just brought it up on your behalf because they knew. Yes. See, they know how to make me happy. They know how to please this woman. Okay. Oh, God. Jesus. Please. Okay. Right. Like once every day I go, get away from me, Brittany. I, I would have to say it at the very end of every show. No problem. Um, okay, now you guys do this. I do not, so I could probably learn from you on this. How much of what you see on social media is real? What percentage is one, real? Maybe. I think it's – here's the problem. I think it's real, but I think the problem is, is it's not well-rounded. Like I will post a nice picture of me and Gogo sledding, but I won't show you that two seconds ago we both had a panic attack mm. getting into our snowsuit outfits. Right. Me and Justin got in a verbal disagreement if she wears she wear gloves or not. Like it's just you're just not showing everything. Well yeah that's the thing. Right. It's like how do you define not real in that context? Yeah. It's like yeah, we're not seeing everything that happened before and after that picture, but that doesn't mean the picture didn't happen. Just know every picture I post of me and my toddler and this probably goes for Andy as well. There's about 4,000 meltdowns and tears mm -hmm. that went along with getting that nice photo. Yep. So. Well, here you go. A new survey found that Americans believe only 37% of content on social media is real. That includes struggling to separate authentic images from the ones with hidden filters, Photoshop, oh. and other edits. Yeah. But it's more than that. People are skeptical of targeted advertisements as well as influencer content. Like those products can be pitched as friendly tips and hacks, mm -hmm. but are actually scripted paid promotions. Yeah, you see that. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about literal fabrications, okay. staged photographs, things that just I completely guess, yeah. aren't real. I get it. Yeah. Well... Uh, it's really hard to say then, but I would bet at, at least half of it is fake. Probably yeah. much more. Yeah, I bet there's a filter put on certain things. Like, you even just getting your oh. teeth whiter kind of thing. Or if like... we're talking about filters, 90% at least. Yes. Oh, really? Well, does Instagram now, because I remember there was a whole thing that it was like, we're going to show when there's a filter like mm. there's gonna be a little something in the corner yeah. to be like this was a, is that did that ever happen yeah but you could uh, still use a second app like yeah make, with yeah. like what are they called presets or yeah. um, not it's even like that but thing. like you can use a face tune is yeah, a big face. one my yeah. friends use it's like all right here it's i'm getting rid of this so zit on my face yeah no, really well sad. instagram they went through where now almost every post other post is has the paid yep. yes, partner so because many, yeah. people were doing oh. the oh i just so happened to buy this new yeah. you know cooking set and they're like, well no you actually have to make sure you tell everybody that you were paid to mm -hmm. whatever yeah. you got it for yes. free type yeah, of thing. yeah melissa she'll go through instagram and watch like you know toddler stuff like you know babe related oh this is what it's like to raise a toddler or that sort of thing and every other post, it's like, hey, guys, I just found this amazing new product that helps you, mm -hmm. you know, like, you got this problem with a kid, this will solve it. And you can tell almost instantly because they all seem to share the same, like, basic three or four scripts. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, like if someone is like, if, if the video starts, oh, there's this amazing new product, <clears throat> guaranteed it's an ad. And here's the thing about baby products. They're all bullshit. Pretty much all of uh, them. There yes. is one. There is one. There, no, there's like a f handful of things that I'm like, you should buy that. Yeah. And it will. We have work. a few, but. But other than that, like, I spent so much money oh. on trying to get Sage to sleep. Oh, mm -hmm. I. Oh, I bet. And the day that I just was like, 
It's just not happening. Yeah. He'll sleep maybe one day, but for now, he just doesn't. My life improved exponentially. Yeah. Like, once I stopped being like, my baby needs to sleep. He needs to sleep. Everybody's asking me about his sleep. And then people be like, oh, is he sleeping? And I'd be like, nope. Mm. And who cares? Not me. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Like, why? Tom, <laughs> Tom, I have bought so many things for Gogo. And at the end of the day, her favorite thing is this in- terribly terrifying, <clears throat> scary, haunted doll that the neighbors <laughs> found in their garage. It's her baby. Yeah, we she have, loves it. Yeah, we have a bu- we have so many toys for him and yeah, he'll just... Right. Well, it's like so yesterday, his favorite toy was, he took a Swiffer yep. and he broke the handle off of it Yep. and he started playing with the two pieces of the Swiffer. Yes. That sounds yeah. And I mean, it's like, yeah, we've got Probably five hundred dollars worth of toys in this house. Probably yeah. more than that. Say probably more. And, probably yeah, more. you just want to play with a Swiffer, or right. you want to play or, with you what? want to play with. I he got a um a clamp, a woodworking clamp. Just oh, running around with that. Right. Yeah. It's like you get the I, toy, but you're more interested in the box mm-hmm, that it came exactly. In. Especially that age. Well, and like I mean, you've been to my house, Andy and Brittany. I have like six toys for mm-hmm. my children. Like we do not have a lot of stuff. Ah! I have to call some BS. You have that whole room of toys, You have the toy room. We have, it's literally, it's a little basket with three shelves. They're like a foot by a foot. There's three of them. And then there's art stuff. And then Okay, but do art stuff not count? Because you got a lot of... I think that counts as toys. I mean, it's not not like a a real easel, ma'am. I did have an easel. I got rid of it. What about but all like, of Fawn's rocks? It's, it's those are kids toys. Art toys. Rocks are not toys. Rocks are toys. I'm if you're Fawn. Toys, toys. In Alex's defense, I know she tells what me all the time she throws like half their oh, toys no, away. Oh no, she's anyway. good. But I mean, you do have a toy room. Yeah. It's not a toy room. It's like a kid room because there's not With that many toys. toys. Like it depends on your toys. definition of toy, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, like is a slack rope a toy? Because it's probably not, but your kids no. play with it like a toy. Exactly. I mean, like, if you went to Target and you went to the toy section. Okay, agreed mm-hmm. with toys. you. Okay, but I just had to, like, for no. two seconds go. We have, yes, we have, kids, like, we my, have a tiny thing of actual toys. We have, like, a little art corner, because Fawn loves arts and crafts. She doesn't really care that much about toys. And then we have a little game area, because Sage is obsessed with games. Because I've seen that girl pull out those, uh, like, the science lab things yes. over and over. And, like, I would qualify those as toys. Because, like, she's not, like, you know. Right. It's yeah. a toy thing, you know. But I guess that's yeah. my mind. Like, I put those all those things into, like, the toy. Yeah. But yeah. I, I get a it. A toy has a pretty yeah. loose definition. It, it does. You're right. It's like, you know, is a PlayStation 5 a toy? Arguably it is. Yeah. It's like, guess who Is a, a television a toy? Arguably it is. Like, yeah, it's something you play with, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I know. So, I I, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. Nana came in to say hello to you guys before we go. Hello. Hello. She, she never doesn't. had phones on yet. Now she does. Hello. She I like how my official name is now Nana. Yep, mm-hmm. Nana. Hi, Nana. Well, Nana. it's like Nana. you only have two. Nana. You have two people who call you mom and three who call you Nana. So yeah, democracy so. wins. <laughs> there you go. Majority rules. And then now go. we most of the time call you Nana. It's just easier. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. And just so I can fit in, I will also now be calling you. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <But> call her, <laughs> we both have to call hey, her Miss Nana or yeah. Mrs. Uh, Nana. Hey, <laughs> I just want to say you're welcome because their original names that they had picked out for themselves that Fawn were going to call them were the dumbest things ever. <laughs> okay, I want to well, know. He wanted to be called Grandfather. Grandfather. I was yeah. like, grandfather. is this 1702? What Hello, are you talking grandfather. about? Hello, Grandfather. And my mom wanted to be called Kiki. Kiki. So. Kiki. I was you like, are you, a, Catherine. Are you a dad's young second wife? Like, what are you? 
No. Did you guys not hear each other talking? Yes. You got a lot of people talking over each other this, this last segment. Well, if the audience likes it, the Listen. audience likes it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't say? know that they do. Let's just. I, do we get any complaints, Andy? We don't get any complaints. Boom. How about this? Everyone send in an email and say, I like the talking over or I don't like the talking <laughs> yeah. over. We'll tally it up and then we'll do nothing with that information. You're welcome. Now, the thing that I am getting kind of weirded out about is that eventually I'm going to be calling Melissa mom. Because it's yeah. like when you're talking to Ethan, it's like this. I mean, I kind of do already. It's like, you know, go good that to mom. Yes. So it's like yeah. her and she now becomes mom. And that's um, weird, isn't at it? At least her name isn't almost the exact same word. Dad like and Dan dad. and dad. That's a lot true. Of times I'm like, dad, Dan, dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we do that all the time. Daisy. It's, Ethan is Daisy or Daisy is Nora. Or, and like in my yeah. defense, I've been calling Justin daddy since we were dating. So. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. oh, Look at the time. Our, we got to wrap up ladies and gentlemen can i just point out that my everyone thought i was insane when we had two dogs oh god cats, yeah yeah horses children and i could never get anybody's Nipsey, name right Kazzy, munchy meeps booker babs yeah. cecil whiskers you guys were al andy for the longest I was, time i was ann alex yeah very long time because it's just too many names to remember. Oh, we had we had to have 15 animals at one point, at least, right? Because yeah. we had four I mean, dogs had, at one point. I had two cats, two dogs, two parakeets, mm -hmm. and a hamster yeah. just in my room at night one time. Yep. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> we had two barn cats, horses. Yeah, we had so many animals. So you're, take away the toys. That's too many animals, man. Right. See, this is the thing. If I could have 27 dogs and six cats. Yeah, we're disgusting. And hamsters and guinea pigs. Sign me up. Toys, get them out of my house. Yeah. No, thank what you. you. We just do two more minutes and call that the family show and just go home. That'd be wonderful. Just okay. a very short family segment. Sorry. <laughs> two minutes. Did mom leave? Yeah, she just said that her phone started ringing. So, Brittany, are you uh, the only one hitting the road after this? Or, Kevin, do you leave after this? I, if you want me to leave, I can leave after this. <laughs> Is that well, a hint? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll stay around. We'll stay around schmooze. Kevin, you look like you Brittany, have you somewhere to be. Oh, God. All right, we'll talk to you later. We'll be back. In about what five minutes, Andy, or yep. few, three, four minutes with the uh, family show. Precisely. Okay.